welcome back to the Spark It Up podcast. It has been quite a while. And hi. I wanted to come on here today to just share an update on the current and most recent insights and downloads that I have been having. I'm sure, of course, we're all connected in some way, shape, or form. I hope that this resonates. So one of the topics that I have been working on personally for myself is this avoidance to belonging. And I know that sounds like a long journey. And it really, it is, it can be, and it, and then also it, it isn't because how I wound up in avoidance or seeing that I was avoiding is the pain. So one of the quotes that I have been leaning towards and finding reverence in is we are only, we can only go as far as we are safe enough, supported enough, ready and willing enough and or in pain enough. I got that from one of my breathwork mentors and she got that from her mentor and teacher. And what that really means is that when you come to the mat, the chair, wherever you're meditating or breathing or doing your breathwork or doing your 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 shadow work whenever you come to that space and you are witnessing all of these old stories these patterns and all these things right and sometimes you leave those spaces feeling activated we say activated in a trauma-informed way as the maybe the public knows it as being triggered by something you know Um, So activated and triggered are synonymous, but they basically mean like something reminds, reminded of us of our trauma. And when we had trauma, there's a story that's immediately made because it has to deal with our survival, right? So anyway, what had me come to breathwork initially is my trauma and also, of course, learning for my students and my clients and things like that of course because that's just how I operate I, I I learn the best when I teach and so anyways it was leading up to a year anniversary of this traumatic thing random random ass traumatic thing that happened that had me and my daughter had to abruptly leave our home and completely just, you know, change our lives very abruptly. So it was leading into a year of that, a year anniversary of that moment. And I was just in shambles, not realizing that I have been isolating myself, being so terrified of being alone being so terrified and having panic attacks like every other day during dinner especially for some reason that always there's something about eating 
and trigger that that triggered or that would activate that sense of like flee fight or freeze so i've been frozen avoidance is like one of those things in your nervous system where you're just like playing dead basically you're fr you're in freeze mode and that is the most insidious one that we could we can uh, get ourselves into and the, the sad part is is that we don't see it sometimes you don't see it until you're in pain enough you're in pain enough to change so I was in pain enough I was just I thought that I was going I I yeah seriously thought I was going bananas because I was like well how can I raise a kid if I don't feel safe for myself and all these things so I got into play therapy not only for my daughter you know too because she's also acting up and stuff but anyway back to the point the point was avoidance seeing how I avoid life seeing how anytime I go on social media I see people you know moving on with their life just like living life and I'm like why is that so missing and of course I pointed to me and then I'm like well what's wrong with me well okay something happened that had me abruptly leave and I don't have my own space anymore I'm like you know and I'm still here nothing has changed so I have been frozen <laughs> for a whole year granted there were things that are moving I still worked I still you know but all in my in my own comfort right like I stopped working at the gym I started working virtually so that I am like at a dis like so close to my daughter anytime we need to flee or leave or whatever right and so it's like that's not a healthy way to live I wasn't thriving I was surviving so I got into breath work and I saw a lot of things I saw one the awareness of avoiding life and being so terrified that something is going to be taken away from me like if I live life it's going to be taken away or that something we're going to be in danger or like people are going to follow us and just like all these things right I had legitimate reasons to think that very much so um it goes along with the whole predator and prey thing right and it's a very natural state of living in the animal kingdom of course and in our our ways of living so I started to see the whole world as like being a predator towards me and I'm the prey and that I didn't have any power over any of that and what a miserable way to live right and so I saw this epiphany basically through breath work through releasing through regulating my nervous system through moving all of that emotion out rather than just avoiding it and shoving it down right um and the reason why in the in the very beginning of this podcast i said that it could be a long journey or it could be a short journey in reality it was only 15 minutes of breathing intentional breath work a day and it's less than a month to really see and move through that and there's 
one thing that I have seen lately now is that for my own journey, it's more of the non-linear way of learning, the non-linear way of living, actually. The old ways of where I would learn or live linearly, meaning I wake up at a certain time, I'm very disciplined, like if I do these things, it will work this way. And we all know a lot of things when we plan it, it, that never goes to plan. Or when it does go to plan, it's not as fulfilling as we thought it would be. And so that is also not living. (laughs) That is the old way of doing things. That is the way that, that's the systemic patriarchal way of living. And I know that my body has, is just not a match to that. I am not aligned to that anymore. And, you know, this is just for me. I'm saying this for my own journey. I'm seeing that I'm not aligned with with that. I can't depend on that as much as I used to anymore because there is another another branch that is that is creating itself and it's called non-linear living. That's called being in adventure. That's called being in flow and just waiting at the edge, being brave enough to go to the edge waiting not only waiting but being so open so that when the musings come when the energy comes when inspiration comes i'm willing willing keyword willing to play with it be with it create with it and that like in my heart i feel like that's the ultimate truth and then living my life now I get to see that unfold and it's so beautiful it is way more magical than I could ever have planned or imagined for myself and for my family you know there's so much healing to be done and it's always going and at the same token it's feels like it's less it feels like it's less healing, like something's wrong with me and more of creating, like I get to do this. Like I am so appreciative of the healing that comes with creating, with the sense of flow, with being in the flow state, with being in the whole faithful, trusting state. And that's freaking magical, y'all. It's so magical. So avoidance to belonging and so when we're in that flow state when we see that we're avoiding like i've seen that i have been avoiding things i moved into this space of okay there was an identity that i took on and related myself with and that was called being invisible and so then in my breath work i saw all the memories and all the times where i felt invisible invisible to my parents invisible to my siblings and like and just being invisible growing up and then invisible in my work you know i saw those modes too where i would create something and then nobody would take a bite because something was wrong with me but really and I made it mean that I nobody just sees me. The fear of being seen 
or relating to myself as actually just someone who doesn't isn't seen at all <laughs> and maybe some of you relate to that maybe some of you don't maybe there's different versions or layers of that and once i saw that i was taking on this being invisible how would i prefer that's a lot of the breath work that we do is we ask with our well with our intention setting we ask like it's very future oriented it's very like what would i prefer instead of like going to the past and removing things or fixing things we're not about fixing we're about reaching towards what we want out of our lives out of our experience out of our expansion and so what do i prefer then if i'm not invisible then i prefer to be seen i prefer to be honored in my own glory in my own radiance i and what i prefer is to be so connected whenever i talk to people that they just feel so heard and seen felt they felt they feel so connected you ever like have those conversations with friends and you know they got your back and you got their back and there's there's no words that needs to be exchanged but just the simple presence of them brings you home to your spirit somehow I, I often think that I used to be that way, like I'm not that person anymore. But really, it could just be that I have avoided that because of some hurt or pain, recent hurt or pain from recent relationships. And so realizing like all these things, right, like working through all these things and not necessarily like needing to figure out all the stories around the feeling, but allowing whatever comes up to just be with it, stay with it, breathe through it. Um, yeah. That is the most liberating thing. And what comes with that and what I've seen, that missing piece is that co-regulation part, the co-regulation aspect of just sharing what you're going through with another human being that will hold space for you and that's of course that's what i do as a coach and i get to do that all the time but i don't i even even me as a coach knowing that that's like a true solid way to heal the the co-regulation right it's so natural Yet I didn't even think about co-regulating with myself, giving myself the opportunity to co-regulate with others for my own stuff. Here's another thing, another insight, belief, epiphany, realization, truth is that or I, what that I'm working towards is that emotions, of course, have direction. And I have been raised to kind of distract bad feelings or run away from confrontation. You know, that's something that I've always identified myself with because that's been done with my family. I've seen it done with my parents, like all this avoiding and manipulation of just control of 
control be from deep love but like not from trust you know kind of like yeah we've all been there there's some you love something so much enough that you try to control every single circumstance but then it doesn't work out because then you feel way more helpless and powerless and so that was my sphere my environment which I grew up in and so I saw myself doing that with my own kid and my own self and so and I saw myself escape power and control dynamics with domestic violence abuse yeah all that is was real is real and what I'm learning to be okay with now is honoring any anger that I have instead of avoiding the anger that I have and not speaking out, not using my voice to speak out on the things that I care about because anger points to transformation. Anger is a really palpable energy that you could use for transforming things that isn't aligned with you into something that is more alignment with you. Anger creates solid boundaries. You don't have to do it in a toxic way. Like I thought that only anger is toxic or sadness or grief or shame. Any of those like feelings that we always avoid. See, going back to avoidance. Those feelings that doesn't feel necessarily good, but we avoid thinking that that's our ultimate truth and that's how we're feeling and something's wrong with us, leading us to think that that we are not enough or unworthy, you know? Anyway, seeing and being okay with that. Me being a mother, especially with my daughter who is, you know, also healing we've been through the same trauma so we both are healing in our own ways and doing it along with her really is eye-opening and very special and although I don't wish what happened to us to happen to anyone else I am appreciative and grateful for the resilience that we have and the lessons that we've learned from it the emotional intelligence that we've learned from it And so that is this, that is that no more running away from anger, guilt, shame, regret. Like I want to deal with it face, face on. Like I want to face it and deal with it straightforward. And I've learned to do it in healthier ways because before I was only shown toxic ways to dealing with those emotions. Not knowing that emotions have a sense of direction. You know, when you see somebody go through grief, it comes in waves. There's no, there's no, it's not linear, but there is direction. There is a place to go next. Does that make sense? So... Avoidance and belonging. Emotions, having a sense of direction. Facing on all of the emotions. 
The belonging aspect I also want to share that a lot of us, our nervous systems were built when we are conceived through from the beginning of conception. So when you were a little baby fetus uterus, like before, like an actual baby, like your mom felt that she was pregnant, you are already existing with your nervous system. And when you get that, when your nervous system have all has all of these impressions while your mother was pregnant with you, it's not necessarily, how are you going to blame all of this hurt and pain for, like, how are you going to blame it for yourself? Like, why would you blame yourself or your mother for it, for not knowing? So what that brings up is compassion for one. Two is that sometimes now that we're doing the work to regulate our nervous systems, some of the impressions that have been ingrained in our nervous system could be this sense of belonging and feeling welcomed. How many of us mothers didn't know that we were pregnant until later on? And us not knowing that we were pregnant gives our baby a sense of not being welcomed. And that wasn't our fault. It isn't their fault for being, you know what I mean? Like it just happened (laughs) and we can just give space for that. That's totally okay and fine. But knowing that logically doesn't really do anything. It kind of just gives you a place to look at. But you have to do the work to breathe through it, to stay with that sense of, okay, what is it like that I, I didn't feel welcomed? or I wasn't welcomed, or I felt like I didn't belong. You know, personally for my story, um, my mom got, my mom, my parents got married. Then my mom moved in with my dad to a new place and she was helping him pack while, and then of course they got married. When they got married, they, I was conceived. I was, (laughs) and while my mom was pregnant with me, she found a box in my dad's, a, a, a box. She found a f- picture frame in my dad's stuff of boxes while they were moving. And it was of him, a lady, and a daughter. So he actually had this whole family before he married my mom. And so if you could think about the stress and the angst and like just the stuff that my mom had to deal with when I was in her belly, that made an impression on my nervous system. It made me feel like I wasn't enough, like I didn't deserve to be there or that like I felt bad. Of course, I'm just a little fetus. I didn't have a logical thinking mind. So a lot of our nervous system impressions were were developed when we didn't, we couldn't even logically think about it. So this is what I had to remind a lot of people too, is when, when they're raising kids is that you can't expect your kid to know how to explain how they're feeling when their brain isn't developed that, developed that way yet. You can't get mad at them for not knowing how to explain their emotions, right? 
because their brain just wasn't developed yet. But their nervous system is. Their nervous system can feel and make impressions. So when you yell at them, that's making an impression. I'm not saying or bad-mouthing parents. I'm just saying this is what naturally occurs in our society. Thus, if we just educate ourselves a little bit more and give more grace and compassion towards human beings, being human beings, we'll all be okay. We are all still okay now, you know, and we can be better. Does that make sense? So anyway, I went off to, to this tangent of, realizing that a lot of my things that I had is because things happened in my newborn years in my first seven years of life and moving forward and doing this work co-regulating with other women other people who are also doing this work and can hold space for us not being judgmental about it not being fixing about it but just like acknowledging how you're feeling this is the juice this is what keeps us palpable in flow moving through the spaces of pain that we need to move through so that we can do better and be better human beings yeah so thank you for this very interesting space and very interesting podcast there wasn't solid points really there was just a flow of what i needed to share and needed to update you guys on um all of this leading to my last container of the year called unlocking your sexy potential from doubt to power this is a container that I'm offering for women who need that co-regulation, who need a space of non-judgment, who need a space to remember their innate wisdom that's already inside their bodies through cycle syncing, through the intelligence between within each phase of our cycle, through the intelligence that we have already within us that we have just been programmed to forget that is what the container will work on it'll be work and it could also give you so much elevation expansion in your life if you listened this far thank you so much i really appreciate your time and space if you got anything out of today's podcast or out of my sharing or if you relate in any way we can further discuss you know where to reach me sparkle by choice on instagram and the dms um i was gonna say whatsapp too but (laughs) i i i automatically say that because that's what i offer for my clients but and if you go to my instagram the link in the bio that's where the container information will be if you're interested in it we start in the middle of october you can do this we all can do this you are so loved you are so worthy of the best that the life that this life has to offer you just got to get out of your own way and sometimes we just need that support okay and it's okay to get that support 
You are loved. I'll talk to you guys next time.